When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. A really uh, sunny, beautiful morning outside uh, Talk Radio Towers this morning and uh, lots to talk about, a lot travel related. And yes, quite a lot of sport related as well as England beat uh, Czech Republic to get into those uh, the final. I mean, look, we, we, we knew we knew we were into uh, the final 16. But, I mean, let's face it, three quarters of the teams in the tournament get through to the final 16. It, uh, it turns out not that hard, um, but uh, too hard for Scotland last night. But um, I think more people today will be hopping mad. Uh, rather than jumping up and down in their seats uh, after that news about UEFA officials set to be allowed to come into the country for seven days, possibly even more, um, without any quarantining, even though you or I uh, would face quarantining returning from visiting family or from uh, a holiday or even a business trip. Um, It defies belief that this is what's still going on. Uh, But we'll be talking about that throughout the show and, of course, marking the fifth anniversary of that vote to leave the European Union um, I'm saying it was. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my my uh, my feeling of 24th of June actually. It's 23rd today, but 24th of June, uh, back in uh, 2016, and that beautiful sunny day we woke up to and uh, and found out that news. So we'll be talking about that with some of the key players uh, on both sides of that um, debate. Should we call it debate? Uh, <laughs> Uh, rather feisty, feisty uh, fight that we, this country went through. Anyway, um, let's let me introduce you to my guest who's joining me all this morning on the show. You'll have heard her uh, commentating on various issues uh, over the last uh, few months, indeed. And we decided we'd love to hear more from her. Afia Adam is a journalist and broadcaster, and she's joining me all this morning. Good morning to you, Afia. Good morning, Julia. How are you doing? Very well indeed. Lovely to get you up so early in the morning to join <laughs> us. Always a shock to the system for the first one. Um, it is. Let's, let's talk about um, yesterday, the football. Did you watch the football, first of all? England beating Czech Republic. Scotland, uh, very sadly, uh, being defeated by Croatia and out. Uh, did you watch the footy? I must admit, I watched the Scotland-Croatia match because I'm Scotland born and bred. Good girl. Um, absolutely gutted. I must admit, uh, by the third goal, I just, I just went to bed after that. I was like, okay, yeah. we are done. It, but it was a bit, it was a bit painful. Effort. It was painful, but at least we got a goal. I had, you know, that was the one thing we didn't want to go out the tournament without scoring any goals. And, you know, we haven't been in any international competition since 1998. There was a real feeling of that we were just really happy to be there. The Tartan Army were out in force, 12,000 fans singing at Hampden Park, which was incredible to hear. And I just hope that it won't be so long until we're back in an international competition. We've got the World Cup coming up in 2022. Mm -hmm. So let's 
hope that we can keep driving forward, that this young squad um, can keep the Scottish hopes alive. For well, yes, year. the main thing is, I think, keep, keeping Billy Gilmore or, uh, away from uh, COVID-positive tests perhaps would have helped, who knows. Um, but, I mean, it, it is an extraordinary stat, though. Scotland are out. Um, this is the, the the first tournament goal in 23 years. I mean, just extraordinary. Yeah. Um, of course, two England players, Ben Chilwell and Mason Mount, were out, but uh, but actually, you know, it was Sterling once again who scored for England. Um, now, mm-hmm. um, England through to the the second round, as as was actually already we knew we were already through on the points uh, anyway. We've got a very very important uh, day today. We've got the group that we're going to be facing. It's the group of death, basically. So we've got <laughs> we've got you know Germany, France, Portugal, and Hungary. Um, wow. Uh, the, who who we could face, and and none of those is a good option so we'll see how far we go no. will we be in the semi-finals or the finals when we're told some 3,000 UEFA's gone up it was 2,500 last week but 3,000 around UEFA officials are set we are told by uh, government sources uh, to arrive in the UK not facing quarantine not facing 10 days sitting either in a hotel room from a, a, red, a red country an ambulance country is not facing 10 days at home or 5 days uh, waiting for those early test results uh, but being allowed to come in the country to go to the match being told they should be remaining in their hotels who are we kidding they're not going to be out and about in restaurants and goodness knows what um what do you make of that decision because there'll be an awful lot of people and i know that people will know i'm among them who are going to be furious at the different rules depending on whether you're going to a mm-hmm. g7 summit or a football match as opposed to whether you want to go on holiday or visit your family i think it's also worth noting with this story that wembley park is going to be at 75 percent capacity so 60,000 people in one place that's going to be the biggest single gathering um, of any number of people in the UK for about 15 to 16 months and I think if you add into the mix the 3,000 VIPs will we call them who don't have the ice hangers on call them hangers on that's what they are (laughs) I honestly think that this is ridiculous there should never be one rule for you and I and one rule for everybody else just because they have a job with UEFA they're a VIP for the Euros or whatever. If they're coming into this country, like everybody else, depending on where you're coming from, an amber list or red list country, you need to isolate appropriately. Because why should I, if I want to go on holiday to Turkey tomorrow, for instance, if I come back, I'm going to have to isolate for 10 days. If it's good enough for me, it's got to be good well, enough. Well, that's it. For now, the, the question the is, I mean, we don't like the hypocrisy and we had it for the G7 summit. I mean, I said, I, I still don't think they can justify it for the G7 summit. Either the, either they think that COVID is this terrible, terrible risk and we can't risk any uptick in cases um, and, uh, and, and, and people need to isolate. Either that is the case or it isn't. And I don't mm-hmm. see why you'd have any exception just for a G7 summit and certainly not for football. And I love my football. However, yes. is there a point where those of us who would like like to end these rules I'm, I'm all in favor of testing people coming in from high-risk countries I've, I've got, I think that's perfectly sensible um, and, and taking necessary measures people testing before and, and, and when they at the airport and when they come back that makes absolute sense to me however uh, it, 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 it either is considered a risk or it's not and so clearly if they're willing absolutely. to allow 3,000 officials in from so many different countries to mix together with crowds and, and we know perfectly well they'll all be in the top restaurants in London I mean I'm sorry if we mm-hmm. all think they're going to be sitting in their travel lodge in, uh, in Wembley what a load of nonsense they're not mm-hmm. so um, we're going to be getting in cabs going shopping I mean we all know that so if they think that that's not so big a risk then they must be knowing, therefore, well, either it's a risk they're willing to take or it's not so big a risk, in which case mm-hmm. the the restrictions on the rest of us are just there for theatre. And that is what yeah. I suspect, because actually you can see all the other countries opening up, America, most <clears throat> countries in Europe, as vaccination um, 
rates go up, especially you know, if you're double jabbed, um, people not having to face quarantine. The, the reality is, is that, that you know, th this isn't these measures are not necessary for any of us. But they're going to they're going to throw it in our faces that if you're rich enough or you've got the right job, you do get to get around these rules. Do you think that the British public will just say at that point, I'm done with this? I mean, I've been wanting them to say I'm done with this for a very long time. But at the point at which you're saying if someone's going on holiday and the quarantine rules are expected to change for us at some point in the coming weeks or months. Mm -hmm. But someone coming back from holiday somewhere perfectly safe, who's had a double jab, had a COVID test, knows that they're not a risk to anybody. They're not a risk themselves. Do you think realistically they will be taking the law seriously and quarantining in these circumstances? I honestly don't think they will, because I think a lot of people are going to feel that, look, if I am in the right job, if I'm a VIP and if I don't quarantine, then then why should I? Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people are not going to be able to stomach that yeah. because, as you so rightly said, either the rules apply or they don't. Either there is a risk of COVID coming in from other countries or there isn't. You know, COVID doesn't care if you work for UEFA or you work in Tesco. It really doesn't care, you know, and it shouldn't be that if you have status, if you have money, you have to be exempt from the rules. So then there's got to be a point where the government say, look, they are, all these rules apply to everybody or they, or they don't. And there's going to be people who are going to see the 60,000 fans in Wembley mm -hmm. Park who are going to see 3,000 of those who've come in from another country and just think, you know what? I've just come back from Portugal or yeah. wherever. I've had my test. My test is negative. I'm going to go about my business. I'm not saying that's wrong or right, but there are but people are, that are going to think that way. They're going, they're going to do it. I, I, I would wonder, I would love to see a, a, a legal test case, someone prosecuted and facing a huge big fine in the thousands. For doing, but the law is only a law if it applies to everyone. That is the Absolutely. fundamental principle. We can't have a law that allows, for, I mean, we would never accept a law that said um, people from UEFA are allowed to murder people or, or allowed to rape people with, with and, and be no. prosecuted we would never accept that so why do we why do we accept that some laws apply to them and some laws don't apply to them this idea of exemptions from the law i find really really bizarre in mm. in these scenarios that aren't available to everybody now i mean but this... of course the euros is a huge money making exercise uh, oh, know oh. That. has he got and, something and to do with his know... money has he got something to do with his money how funny and, you know, the, the government just wants to keep the money coming in, pumping into the country. And that's good in one way because we do want the economy to pick up. But it just feels like when it comes to football, when it comes mm. to money making, all of a sudden the rules don't apply. Well, look, I'm going to try I... and get a job in UEFA so I can yes, come in exactly. from Yes, exactly. But this is well. the thing. If they want, you know, if you want the feel-good factor, which is really what Boris Johnson wants. I mean, all his, you know, loads of his, he's not a big, particularly big football fan, but we know that the uh, some of his senior staff who've negotiated this deal with UEFA are big football fans and an awful lot of the, uh, the, the cabinet ministers are as well. Oh, they'll be happy to have this happen because we know this UEFA threat that if you don't let these people in, we're going to take our uh, our tournament. We're going to take it off to, to Budapest mm -hmm. or indeed the Italian prime minister, uh, Draghi, has an offer to, to, to host the event. Um, so we know we'll lose it, if not. But again, mm -hmm. UEFA forget to call the shots. But this is the thing. There are going to be millions of parents. I, I was seeing a, a, a mum uh, from my daughter's school yesterday. She's got children in, a child in a year six, the final year of primary school. Um, the end of year play, one parent allowed. Um, the uh, sports day, no parents allowed. The yeah. graduation mm -hmm. ceremony, I mean, again, graduation <laughs> ceremonies from year six, I think is a whole new weird invention, but it's still a thing uh, now. Uh, one parent allowed. To, uh, you know, something, I mean, lots of schools cancelling a lot of these events or just 
showing them to the mm -hmm. school. Parents mm -hmm. not able to watch some of these things. Um, the end of year discos had to be cancelled because mm -hmm. you can't Canceled. dance because it's illegal. We're trying to work out whether they can change it into an exercise class and put it in the local community hall. And if it's an exercise class, it happens to involve dancing, then is it legal? But again, let's just put a UEFA badge on it and then it will be fine. But the and idea that fine. you can go to Ascot and dance and sing, you can go mm -hmm. to the, the football, Wimbledon. Dancing. you can't Wimbledon. do it at a wedding and you can't yeah. do it at a school event. Make, I mean, this is yeah. just a nonsense. It is a nonsense. You know, we've got Wimbledon starting next week. There was a massive lottery for tickets. So we've got lots of people heading down there mm -hmm. next week. But I, on the same day or the day after Wimbledon starts, my daughter has sports day, which will be outside in the local park, but I can't attend. And it makes me really, really furious. You know, we've missed out on so many of, or and our children have missed out on so many of these milestones over the past yep. 15 months. You know, it would be, they, would, they, they didn't get sports day last year. They didn't yep. get to say goodbye to their teacher. But, you know, Ascot, Wimbledon, 60,000 fans in Wembley, you know, 12,000 fans in Hampden Park last night fans in Wembley Park as well. It is one rule for one thing and one rule for another. Yeah, I, again, and there is going to be a point where people are, are just going to say enough is enough and take their own personal responsibility and do what they feel is best. Absolutely. And in that way, the law's not going to work and it's not going to apply. And it makes a mockery of the law, doesn't it? Um, 6.45 is the time. Um, more from Afia uh, Adam coming up. We're going to look at all the front pages. Big variety of stories there, although an awful lot about uh, uh, the football, as you would imagine. Uh, plenty more coming up. We're going to be talking to media and data minister John Whittingdale later in the show, including about the front page of the Guardian ministers uh, to push to sell Channel Four and TV shakeup. Uh, that's all coming up here on Talk Radio. The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.